Good morning. My name is Father Patrick Woods. I'm a Redemptorist, the pastor of St. Mary's Parish in Annapolis, Maryland. Today is September 14th, the Feast of the Exaltation of the Holy Cross. There's many traditions and legends about the cross of Christ that he died upon to save us from our sins. One that has sustained through legends and traditions is the story of St. Helena. St. Helena was the uh, mother of Constantine, the great Roman emperor who reigned during the fourth century. And Constantine uh, was seeing the growing reality of Christianity, as you know. At first, the Roman Empire tried to stamp out Christianity and was not able to, because the Holy Spirit was moving the church forward. And eventually, Constantine decides that he will allow Christianity to become and enter into the Roman Empire and eventually become the official religion of the empire, moving away from all these gods and goddesses. So it's a significant moment in history, uh, 313, uh, one of the few dates I remember when Constantine makes and allows Christianity, and now it has grown obviously our faith all over the world. His mother was swept up in this new reality of Christianity, and she became a very firm and devout believer, and eventually Constantine joined the faith. And so Constantine encouraged his mother to go to the Holy Land, make a pilgrimage, and see if the true cross could be found. So Helena, the Queen Mother, went to the Holy Land, not an easy trip, of course, from Rome at that time, the fourth century. And she's very determined to find the place where Christ died and was buried and rose from the dead. And eventually, she gets help from some of the people who have heard the traditions through the years. And they take her to a place where they say, this is where the true cross is, and this is where our Lord Jesus Christ died and was placed in the sepulcher and rose from the dead. And she begins to have the men dig and dig, and eventually they find three crosses. And they're not sure which is the one is the true cross because she realizes these may be the two crosses of the men who died side by side to Christ. And the third one must be the true cross. And they did something very maybe unique. They brought a leper in to touch the three crosses. And when he touched the third, he was healed. And Helena from that moment believed it was the true cross. And eventually that cross was spread all over the world and chips and pieces were sent to many, many churches and many churches claimed to have a piece of the true cross of Christ. But the true cross of Christ, it's not about a splinter that comes from the, the wood of the cross, even though it's very powerful to, to think about that. The true cross comes from what happened on the cross. We're so moved on Good Friday when we attend the Good Friday service and come forth in 
venerate the cross or even at stations of the cross it's a very powerful devotion most of us have a crucifix in our home any of us wear a cross or crucifix around our neck it is a very very powerful symbol of our faith because we look at that cross and we think our sins our failures of all human beings were taken upon the bleeding, suffering, and agonizing body of Jesus. And we feel sad and ashamed. But more important, the cross is a sign of love, of the profound love God and his son Jesus has for us. St. Alphonsus Liguori, the founder of the Congregation of the Most Holy Redeemer, the Redemptors, always talked about the cross as the passionate love of Christ for his children. So when we look on a cross, it's not just a piece of jewelry or a decoration in our home. It's a powerful, powerful witness, symbol, to bring us back to the true cross of Christ where he died and rose for us. And truly, every mass we come go to is not merely a symbol. We're truly entering into the reality, the timeless reality of the dying and rising of our Lord Jesus Christ. Behold the wood of the cross. You are the redeemer of the world. God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him may not die, but have eternal life. God bless you all. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.